I love anime where the theme song gets the point, uh, just crams in the synopsis of whatever the anime is supposed to be about. You know, Dragon Balls. And I'm t- and I'm looking at you, Jujutsu Kaisen. Would it kill you to just be like, hey, curses exist. <laughs> Get those fingers. Sakuna's fingers. How many fingers does he have? It's 10. 20, actually. Wait, 20. is it 20? <laughs> I haven't read the yeah, manga. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's funny because it's like, yes. He he's got arms. fingers on his feet. Oh, he's got four arms. Oh. Yeah, yes, he has four arms. I thought maybe he just has foot fingers and calls them fingers. <laughs> you mean toes? Exactly. Bro, you mean toes? Sakuna, this is, what, this is what I thought for three seconds. Sakuna in his infinite power was never told what toes were. <laughs> he just called them foot fingers. He's the strongest guy in the verse, but he was never told what toes were. Okay, here's the thing. If you eat Sakuna's toes, you don't get curse powers, but you do get a weird feather. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! Super! ER! George Clooney. Welcome, <laughs> Welcome back, fam. It's your boy Lawson Phoenix, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, as always, Benel Hermosen. Balkana. Balkana. Dosta, Benel. Um... And we have a very special guest with us here today. Brooklyn Battle Comedy lives. It's Max Brinzels! Yay! Yeah. Uh, we've gotten almost all the, the BBC family on the show now. <laughs> BBC. Max. So Max is not a, a, a mask worker, so I can call out his, uh, his work, his worker name. Drew Doobie on the, on the indies. Uh, show, show support to your mans. Uh, started training with Benel, uh, like at the same time, more or less? Yeah, I think like 2018, 2019, right? Yeah, right about. Yeah. Max also, uh, in the stand-up game, started training with, at the same time Benel did, and was, uh, instrumental in not only refing, <laughs> you refed yeah, one of our matches under a mask, but you were also in the first ever, uh, Brooklyn Battle Comedy tag team match. Oh my god! Yeah, I was. Sometimes I forget that 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 happened, and then I like find the footage of it on my phone. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. Yeah. I I also have uh, wiped that from my memory. So. Oh, what yeah. a what a different character. Yeah. What a different. Well, that was also a different world. It was three months before COVID. It was my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that. Holy shit! Yeah, COVID did happen like right after that. Yeah, it was December right? 2019. And uh, right before I was supposed to give uh, Zach Snow his win back, uh, COVID happened, <laughs> and so uh, that was my first match. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I apolog- uh, yeah. I just want to say I apologize. <laughs> I thought it was. I thought <laughs> I thought you guys did great. I thought you guys did great. Unforgivable. <laughs> I thought you guys. No, did it was great. fun. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I honestly think, like, I've been thinking, like, yeah, we should probably just do that again. Oh, what what that exact tag match again? <laughs> or no, we just just run more, just run more fucking no ring shows. Why more, not run, run see, more no rings? I see the. I used to have such a high opinion of uh, like pro wrestling promotions, and now I see how they run, and I'm like, well, we could just fucking do this. I mean, yeah, we could. I mean, we were. It's hard to disagree. I really, uh, I, I don't, I, I like really prefer ring wrestling. I like chain wrestling, and I, I'm just like a wrestling nerd, but also like. I've seen so much like no ring stuff, and I've done so much no ring stuff. That it's like, yeah, no, this is this is just kind of really fun. Yeah, yeah. it's just a, it's a party that happens to include occasional wrestling. It does feel it, it's it, a bar it, fight. It makes a fun. Yeah. It makes for a fun party atmosphere. I've noticed, like especially sticking them on the end of stand up shows, like we were doing. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, yeah, we yeah we gotta find a place where they're not pussies at all. <laughs> They'll yeah, let us do it. Basically, yeah. Uh, but Max, so actually, I know Max uh, watches, uh, at very least dabbles in the anime, but uh, I, I've, I've never talked anime extensively uh, with you before. What is your background with anime and or Dragon Ball? Oh, man. Uh, well, so, like, Dragon Ball was definitely, like, my gateway anime. 
Yeah. I like that's uh literally one of my uh favorite manga and anime. Uh I my friends were over last night, one of them was like gave me this like game where it was like if you were to like choose one of these manga on your bookshelf not to burn, which one would it be? And I was like, it'd have to either be Dragon Ball or Akira. Because it's uh, like yeah. The, yeah, the such a fun escape from reality as far as like Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Akira is its own thing. I love Akira, but like that's a whole other conversation for a different podcast. Have you but, guys have, uh, yeah, really quick side note though. Have, yeah, no. have both of you guys seen the movie Akira? Yes, that's yeah. what made me read okay. the manga. Okay. It's also one of my favorite movies. It's it was really good. Yeah, but now what did you what did you think of Akira? I, I Akira as a movie is like it feels like they're like it does feel like very bare bones. It's amazing, but it's like you're like wait, there's so much going on. What's going? And then you read the manga, and it's like holy shit, there's so much more text. Oh, so you've read the manga? Too. Okay. So yeah. I'm the only one who hasn't read the I manga. Think the companion pieces a little bit. Yeah, yeah, word. The, the the manga really fills in a lot of the details. I, that the movie yeah. Has I've heard the Akira movie, which I, I haven't read the manga, but I, I watched the movie as a kid, loved it. I've heard it be kind of compared to Watchmen a little bit, where it's mm, like, yeah. they're like, they're, they're, they're like a companion piece, like you said. Because I know Watchmen in the movie did a lot of things differently than the comic. But yeah. because they had to make it a movie, sort of. Um, yeah. The, the the Watchmen comic has like entire short stories in the back that yeah. uh, feed into the movie. Don't get me wrong, yeah, I think Akira's a better movie than Watchmen, but I'm just saying like <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not saying like a, like they're I think Akira's like a, a lot better of a movie but yeah, I've heard that like especially people who like came from the manga they think the movie is like you said, like kind of bare bones, which is f- interesting because I never read the, read the manga, so to me it feels complete, but Mm-hmm. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Also, like, uh, just the, you know, of like characters with telekinesis. Like, he's Tetsuo is one of the coolest, like, iterations of like a telekinesis character. That I think we've ever. I seen. think they they do a better job of like making you like hate uh, Tetsuo throughout the book and the manga long enough mm-hmm. to like actually make you feel something empathetic towards the end when he's like finally dying. Yeah. In the movie, it's like natural climax i think part of the reason it's like really one of my favorite movies is like the premise is awesome and the animation especially for the time it came out is incredible mm-hmm. yeah yeah it definitely blew me away I, because i saw it i'm gonna need to rewatch it and also i, I want to pick up the manga too because uh that would definitely contextualize it. it because yeah i saw it like as a teenager it's you know what it, you know it's funny, i think i brought this up before i don't like spirited away uh, and really? I, I want to, but I want to rewatch that too. Cause I watched spirited away as a teenager and then I was like, oh, maybe I just don't like anime movies or, I don't, but I, or <laughs> and then I watched Akira and I was like, this is the shit. <laughs> this shit's awesome. Never mind. Yeah, no, I think, uh, spirited away is worth a rewatch. I, yeah, um, I think it deserves a rewatch. I think spirited away was one of those things where like when I was, I watched it when I was like a little kid and it was one of those things where I was like, Oh, there's no fighting in this. I really liked it. But because like all of the anime I'd watched before that was like Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh and Dragon Ball yeah. spirited away played on Toonami. And so I was just like, Oh, this is really cool. When are they going to like get to the big battle? And that never happened. But like, also I did really like it. Yeah. I, maybe I just can't, had like different expectations of what it was. Yeah, I, I gotta rewatch it because I also, yeah, I I would also like to rewatch it just to figure out why I didn't like it because it's hard to remember. Like I remember kind of what happens, but uh, let me know what you think when you see it. Yeah, I I, I will. Maybe I'll make a whole event about it. And the, I'm having an, a, an event in the Discord where I, I have never seen the the I didn't see the I say new Broly movie. It's five years old now, but <laughs> I didn't see the new I never seen the new Broly movie. So I'm gonna watch that for the first time. Um, oh man, are you wait? So you're streaming that? Yes, I will stream it. Do you want to come hang out? It's gonna. Uh, yeah, I might. I might come hang out for that. I really like that movie. Yeah, I'll. I'll, I'll put. I'll invite you to the the, the balling out Discord. Yes, uh, please. Because I'll be streaming. I think next weekend. Uh, Max, let me try. Hold on a minute. Are you twenty seven now? I'm gonna be twenty seven this month. Yeah. Oh, sick! Wow, I'm good. Uh, uh happy pre birthday, <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. So, like, so I point this out because you're a little bit younger than me and Benel. Um. So like anime is like pretty hot now, 
And I feel like, I like asking this to, like, people, like, especially, like, uh, people who are, like, a little bit younger, who, like, got into anime and stuff. Like, has anime been, like, kind of in, in your whole, like, adulthood? Oh, my God. Yeah, well, so, it's, it's so weird, because, like, it wasn't, like, cool when I was a kid. Right. But, like, I, like... I like had this sixth sense of getting bullied. By sixth sense of getting bullied, I would you really didn't have to be that intelligent. It was just like kids would bully me for like reading manga like in school, but they'd be like, "Yo, he thinks he's like he thinks he's Naruto," which is one thing because you know who Naruto is. It says Naruto on the book, but like it would get, like deep, like he thinks he's Neji Hyuga, and it's just like, why do you know who that is if you're not watching the same thing that I'm watching? Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, I, it's weird. Like it's like like uh. Looking back on it now, like, knowing that there were, like, a bunch of kids that were also, like, <laughs> watching anime but not talking about it <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> when I was the same time I was. Uh, yeah, that's, like, really funny to me. But, uh... No, yeah, in my adulthood, it's been totally different. Like, I remember I had, like, matched with a girl on Tinder, and she had put me on to this, um... I, I remember if it was Dokkan Battle or something. It was, like, a Dragon Ball uh, card game on the phone. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that sounds familiar. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, I, I feel like everybody I talk to, like, pretty much... Not everybody, like, likes Dragon Ball, or like, they're aware of it. And, like, I have friends that are, like, still reading Super and things like that. I haven't really been keeping up with the manga, but... It's, uh, it's mixed. Like, it's I feel got... like it's a lot more popular than it was. Yeah. Super coming back, I guess, was a bigger thing than I realized. Because... Even though Super is very mixed to even, I would say, bad... Uh, like, yeah. there, there's, uh, it still was, like, a reinvigoration of, like, the OG from the OG, like, it was, it was, uh, Toriyama, and especially, like, a lot of, like, you know, millennials who grew up on it, and, like, millennial-adjacent people, uh, it was, it was, yeah, it's, like, everyone, like, kind of came, the community kind of came together over that one. Cause, like, we yeah, could, like, I think also, like, the nostalgia was super hard. My friends, like, some of the friends yeah. that, like, I just mentioned before that would, like, make fun of me for liking that stuff was were also like, oh, man, I remember that. And then they got back into it. And, like, I also agree. Like, it, it's, like, mixed to bad. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, it is uh, a nostalgia their pop, argument, though. though, is that it's, I'm sorry, say it again. It is a big nostalgia pop, though. Yeah, it's a big nostalgia pop, and, like, the one thing I will say is, like, they have a lot of interesting premises, it's just, like, they don't spend enough time exploring the sagas, and so it just feels like, here's the next thing, here's the next thing, here's the next thing, and it's just, like, there is, there's no time to really absorb some of this stuff. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, so then, uh, the other thing I like to ask, uh, especially, like, uh, newer guests is, like, uh, if you had a fave five... Let's just keep it to anime for this, which makes it yeah. a little trickier. Uh, Fave five anime. What would you? Yeah. What would you? What would you have to? You're on a desert island. You can take five animes. What do okay, you take? Okay, so five animes. Mm -hmm. Is Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z counted in like one continuity, or is that those are that's separate? A, that's a great question, but no, what's your? What would your ruling be on that? I'd, I'd say this. They'd be in the same continuity. You can take Ball and Z. Yeah, Ball and Z. I think. Yeah, so that, that's fair. I think you take both of them. Yeah, yeah, definitely Ball and Z. Yeah. Um, Psychopaths. Ah, I keep hearing mm. about Psychopaths. I keep hearing about Psychopaths. Psychopaths is really good. Yeah, I'm gonna throw that on my um, watch list. Psychopaths. I'm trying to think, like, what other... Uh, Devil Man Cry Baby. Ah, uh, the Netflix... The, yeah. Yeah, it really... Uh, <laughs> that anime was so good, it tricked me into reading the manga, expecting the same level of depth. Oh, is the manga not good? The manga classic is good. Okay. Uh, Shin Devil Man is, like, hard to read through for me personally, and then I wasn't a big fan of the Hitler sympathy chapter. <laughs> <laughs> You don't say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Word. Cool. But yeah, Devil Man Cry Baby. Uh, and then I, I got two more. Um, got two more slots. Yeah. I got two more slots. I would say. Oh man, I've watched a lot of anime. I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe Yu Yu Hakusho. Ah, the one I'm in the middle of that right now. The classic. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Cowboy Bebop. Ah, another classic. Okay, yeah. Ward. 
I like it. So, so yeah, I, I, I like, you kind of like, kind of started with a classic, then you kind of, uh, you kind of veered a little bit, and then you, you went back to the classics. I like that. <laughs> yeah, um, there was some other, like, Parasite or Wolf's Reign or, like, Samurai Champloo, but, like, those were, like, oh, man, I could, like, live without those if, like, I had to pick, and those were, like, the only five. Yeah. Word. Yeah, a Parasite's cool. A Parasite's, like, one of the few... Uh, this is, I talked to Vanilla about this. I've been s- slowly acclimating to the horror genre. Yeah. And Parasite's, like, the first, like, body horror anime that I tried to get through. And I was able to, relatively. Uh, yeah, I feel one. like that one's really uh, easy to kind of like that. That one's a good uh, way to wean yourself yeah. into that kind of stuff. Intro to b- body horror anime? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um... Uh, you know, you know, while we're here, Benel, do you have a fave five? Have I ever asked you? Uh, yeah, I think you have, but it, like it changes every few years because, like, because JJK is one I, of them now, isn't it? Yeah, no. If I had to do it right now, it'd be like JJK, <laughs> fucking My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer, One Piece, Mob Psycho, and then number one is probably uh, Cowboy Bebop. Okay, so Cowboy Bebop is kind of your your, your classic go to. Yeah, it's it's a perfect show. You know, it's funny. If now I think about my own like question, if I had to pick animes, Cowboy Bebop probably is in my top five because I don't think I could. One Piece is my favorite like thing in this genre, but I don't. I, it's hard I, I to, would say it's hard yeah, to draft the whole anime. Is, I'd say One Piece is your favorite thing on Earth. Uh, it's one of my favorite things in media. Yeah, it's definitely the top three. Yeah, uh, I'm still yet to get into One Piece. But you watched a little bit of Unmasked because you knew who Sanji was. Yeah, no, I know. So, like, <laughs> I've watched up to, I think, where they start introducing the Seven Swordsmen or whatever, uh, where, like, Zoro fights. The Warlords. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then that's when Toonami stopped uh, showing it, and so yeah. when they brought it back and replayed it from the first episode, I was like, I can't do this. There's already so much of this to catch up on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, as Zach has said... Uh, well, was, how about me and Zach pitches to people? It's like the modern day Odyssey. It's yeah, the, the yeah Odyssey. no, I really want to start it, but I'm also just like, oh my god, this is so much to dedicate myself to, and yeah. there's so much else you can prob- that I have to get through. You can't watch like 20 animes in the length of time it takes to get up to One Piece. Yeah, for real, but, from beginning to end. But I will say, it's it is it is still worth it. <laughs> Still. Yeah, no, I hear that like almost everything that they introduce, they pay off in some way later down the line. Like everything's yeah. important and like you get lots of references to early in the story. And that's the part that like gets me interested in it. Yeah. But then I'm just like, a hundred and how many volumes? Jesus. Yeah. I, I think the manga, well, they're doing a live action thing now and fingers crossed on that, I guess. But the manga is probably. Uh, the best way to consume it because like the, I I started watching the anime but at a certain point the anime like they don't have off season that's the problem and so they stretch episodes out and it's annoying there is a website called One Pace that I've plugged before where you can watch you know fans like shorten the episodes down to watch and I do recommend doing that uh, oh but, man. That, but <laughs> yeah, that actually might be the way that I get into it. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm waiting for me to like hurt myself, and then I'm gonna watch One Piece. <laughs> like when, when <laughs> yeah. I'm dead on the cu- when I'm dead on the couch, that's when I'm gonna watch One Piece. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's it's, but that's why. Like, I mean, I, maybe I would put it in my top five anime, but it's it would be my number one in the genre of manga anime, but uh. But Cow- that's the thing. Cowboy Bebop has an anime. It's so hard to fuck with. It's so mm-hmm. good. <laughs> um, it's very unfuckwittable. Uh, but yeah. So uh, let's see here. We oh yeah, we're twenty minutes in. We can. Uh, with that being said, we can dive into uh, this week's episode of Dragon Ball. Play the theme. Me in the future. <laughs> And we're back. <laughs> that was a good theme. You, did you enjoy that? <laughs> I, I did a it was, lot. It was good stuff. Um, uh, so yeah, Benny G, uh, please take us away to the magical land of Dragon Ball. Episode oh. 9. 
episode nine, ladies and gents. We uh we learned that one Dragon Ball makes you smaller, one Dragon Ball makes you tall. It's Dragon Ball bitches. Uh, <laughs> Boma, Olan, and Gogo are driving through a forest of giant phallic mushrooms. Mm. Uh and they are in danger of running out of gas, which leads to an argument between Ulan and Boma about whose turn it was to fill the tank. So, okay, I gotta point out, so, but now you're watching this in Japanese, right? Yes. And um, I know Max watched it in Japanese. Uh, yeah. Because I sent the Funimation link, which is in Japanese. Uh, I, uh, I I sent Max that link because I didn't want to send him the link that I use, which has a bunch of ads uh, on it. But I use Adblock. But I'm watching it in English, and it's different. <laughs> it is different. It's a different anime. It's different. In yeah. Yeah, different anime. Different dialogue, almost to the to the T. But uh, yeah, there's uh, uh, an obligatory "Who taught you how to drive, Oolong?" And Oolong goes, "You're driving me crazy." That's what he says in English. Yeah. It is. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, and that was not in the. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes no sense to be in the Japanese, wouldn't be so. Uh, but yeah, wow. Yamcha and Poor are on their tails, and also, thankfully, Poor barely spoke this fucking episode. Thank God, because <laughs> you, yeah, Lawson <laughs> is currently feuding with the English voice actor for Poor because every it time Poor talks, <laughs> I want to hang myself every time Poor speaks. Now, now I want to have the English voice actor of Poor on, on the, the show. show. Oh God, <laughs> I feel so, so bad. Long. So Wait, like, are you like, guys actually, like, he's aware that you aren't a fan of the... Well, no, I don't no, think so, no, but... absolutely not. But I want to have it on the show just for... I mean, you know, because I'm a demon, uh, I, I just want Lawson to be like, what? I want Lawson to be, like, really get all up in, in their business about why the... <laughs> I mean... Why... What are you, what's your problem with Puar? With, like, English Puar? I mean, he just sounds like this the whole fucking time. It's fucking irritating. <laughs> it's, it's, it's way worse than that, actually. It's, like, way higher. I can't do poor. Yeah, no, ones. it's really... He's like this, Yamcha. Yamcha, Oolong used to bully me in shape-shifting school. Yeah, I would, too, if you fucking sound like that, poor. <laughs> fucking shoulder-check you into a locker and close it. <laughs> Shape-shift hey, the... into the fucking history textbook, bitch. <laughs> so, so here's the thing about it. you can tell Lawson hates the voice actor because he did a spot on impression of Puar. Oh, long, oh god, shape shifted into a fucking bird. If you if you hate something, you can be able to mimic it. Per- like, there's nothing more powerful than hate to to make you be able to mimic something perfectly. Thank- it echoes in your mind. No. Yeah, forever. Thankfully, Puar barely spoke this episode. Thankfully. Yeah, Pilar doesn't really say anything. Yamcha <laughs> loses his cool about the possibility of talking to Boma, who is so cool and hot and so sweet. And yeah, he goes on a long tangent about that. <laughs> anyway, the trio stops at a local town for gas. And the whole town seems to be scared of Boma, who's still in her rabbit outfit. Um, mm-hmm. which, Boma, well, Go, which Goku pull, pulls, uh, points out, but Boma just ignores him. He's like, yeah, that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, and, why would they be afraid of a 15-year-old in a fucking bunny outfit, but now? Who knows? But anyway, Boma goes out to do some shopping and finds a capsule store, and soon discovered that everyone is giving her everything for free. Oh, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That- she's, like, she's like, oh, there's no pretty people here, therefore everyone must be giving me for me. He's like... Oh my! You are really, uh, you're really something. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen Chowder? No. There is an episode of Chowder. It's a show about this like cartoon cat thing that like sells food, and he's selling these things called Burple Nurples, and his like master is dressed up as a lady, mm-hmm. uh, trying to trick him into selling him the nurples, and she's like, "Do you have a free sample for a pretty lady?" And he goes, "Sure. Do you know one?" And he's like, do you have a free sample for an ugly lady? He's like, no, ugly ladies have to pay. <laughs> and this was a... Uh, wow. Without, I mean, I knew what the reveal was because I've seen this a hundred times, but it was just like, oh, man, that... Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of what she thinks is happening here. Yeah. Poor Bulma. She's a dumb girl from the city. Who's also a genius, weirdly. 
she's like a genius, but also dumb. Well, like that's all. Like I realize, like Dragon Ball is like this is like really early on, so it's like still kind of like martial arts gag stuff. It is. It is completely. Yeah. It's so. This is why I wanted to do Dragon Ball when the um the former host retired after Z. Um, I really enjoy Dragon Ball the gag make, uh, show. Um, yeah, and it's you know, uh, a lot of the the, the Bulma sexualization gags have not aged well, but uh, no, but luckily no. this episode had a lot less of those. So yeah, I felt like this was like tame enough that it was like, oh, I could like watch this with somebody and not feel like uncomfortable yeah. for showing them. This. this was just like fantasy Dragon Ball an episode. This is like very classic, uh, in that way. I, I like that Lawson used the word retired for what Alex and Kel- and uh, Katie are up to. Like, it's almost like they, like, Alex went off into a far. He just, like, puts the headphones down and goes, like, Well, it's time for me to say goodbye, Lawson. And he just <laughs> left the boots in the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, really they, left, they left their boots in he the let, ring. He left his top knot in the ring. That's where it <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Lawson. It's been a hell of a ride. Any, anyway, in, in my mind is like it's just it's just Alex in a cabin. <laughs> uh, Being like, now it's time for me to be hilarious here, and he starts whittling. It's fucking great. Yeah, oh. he starts that, that, new show coordinators. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, so, yeah, what happens next, Benny J? No, Boma gets the run, uh, the run of the town, getting gas and clothes and and uh, capsule for free. Uh, when she takes off the bunny here, it's like a spell has been broken because the <laughs> the man who runs the shop is like, "Wait a second, you mean you could have taken those bunny ears off at any time? You're not part of the rabbit gang." And she's like, "Who the fuck are the rabbit gang?" <laughs> and that's when I remembered this episode was when this happened. This took me back. Uh. Took me back to those days. So, yeah. <laughs> so Boma gets chased out of the store by the owner who tells her not to wear misleading cranial accessories. <laughs> All right, Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> uh, Lawson, you're a really smart guy. Usually I have to say, you got a lot of shit on your head. <laughs> uh, Gone too Honestly, taken from us too soon. Really? One of the few people who you could say that about, like, wow, he was really taken from us way too soon. Goddamn drugs. Damn you, drugs. What is is everyone? (laughs) Quick, everyone, say your favorite Mitch Hedrick joke. I used to do drugs. I still do, but I I used to. I I love that one. I do. I really (laughs) love that one. Um, I mean, Bigfoot is blurry is what got me on board. (laughs) That's Bigfoot is blurry is when I was like, this man's a genius. That's really funny. Bigfoot is blurry, that's the problem. <laughs> it's uh, not the photographer's me, fault. For me, it's uh, for me it's like, oh, don't even act like I didn't eat that donut. I have the paperwork right here. I also, because at the time I was still playing baseball, I also love... I wish I could play Little League now. I kick some fucking ass. Just <laughs> 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 such a funny thought to have as an adult. <laughs> yeah, I'd fuck those. I'd fuck up every kid now <laughs> in Little League baseball. <laughs> I'm just picturing Mitch Hedberg stepping up to play, and somebody's just like, "Whose kid is that?" <laughs> <laughs> he still has the sunglasses on. He still doesn't make eye contact. Like he still has like the anxiety. <laughs> Whose kid is that? And you, you shoot over, and it's his parents. And they look—they look exactly like yeah, Mitch Hedberg. Of course they do. <laughs> Their hair is just more gray. Let's go. Let's go, son. Hit a homer. I'll go get us some snacks. <laughs> I'll yeah. take a corn dog. <laughs> like uh, it's funny to imagine the Mitch Hedberg family. They're all just Mitch Hedberg. But <laughs> Yeah. One of them is wearing like elbow patches on their cardigan. One of them is like oh, wearing a dress, and that's like that's their like. Yeah, that's very funny. Their family photos titled Mitch all together. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. 
fucking nerd. I might go listen to that after this. Well, I gotta. We got. Yeah, there's, there's wrestling, but after wrestling, <laughs> yeah. After collision, I might go listen to that. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, yeah. Boma, Boma heads uh, to meet Goku and Oolong, and they wouldn't. Who? Witness the arrival of the rabbit gang, who begins to terrorize the population. This is uh, such classic Dragon Ball. Like, what a rabbit is... gang? What the fuck? Of I love that. <laughs> the Jobber Express. <laughs> it's a Chinese Zodiac thing, because they're rabbits and shit, so, you know. Yeah, well. They they approach Boma and the crew and try to mess with them, try to terrorize Boma. Uh, Boma just goes like, hey, Goku, beat him up. Yeah, that's why he's here. I loved that. I used to think that was so cool as a kid. Yeah, I think it's this cool is now. One of my favorite episodes. <laughs> I think yeah. it's awesome now. I wish I could have a Goku around yeah, to fuck no. up people who are trying to. I love the idea of Goku eating. He didn't. He doesn't beat him up until he's after after he's done eating a sandwich. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that's a badass move. It's like I've told everybody, Dragon Ball Goku was peak. <laughs> like. He gets shittier later, but Dragon Ball Goku fucking ruled. He was the best. Uh, yeah, so the rabbit, <laughs> the rabbit gang gets chillacked, uh, yeah, and swear vengeance on Goku and his crew. Radio their boss, radioing the the big boss. The big uh, boss. Here comes the big boss. Ha! Let's get it all. Uh, what I love is Goku uses power pole. To give the uh, the the sunglasses member of the what did they both have sunglasses? Yeah, both had sunglasses. There was like the stocky guy and the guy with the the fucking voice who kept going, "Yes, maybe." Hmm. Yeah, yes, that guy. Yes, this, we're seeing tall guy, tall guy, short guy, tall, tall guy, guy short tall guy. guy, short guy. And tall guy was like, "Yes, maybe." Hmm. And the short guy, he gives him the Kakashi thousand years of death with his power pole. That's pretty good. <laughs> and then he shoves it up his ass. <laughs> That's what. He- for those who haven't seen episode yeah. three of Naruto, <laughs> I can't imagine anyone listening to this I, has not seen episode three of Naruto. But in case you haven't, that's what it means. <laughs> I have a, uh, I know a current, uh, a current TV wrestler, and every time we talk about like if we were to have a match, we always go like, "This is what we would do. We would do the th- we would start off with thousand years of death." I really oh, want to find the proper place to do that. Do you remember when we did that tag team match and I did that to Merrick? Yes, I remember that shit. That's that was too- terrible. That was terrible placement for that. Yeah, now we now well now we're better wrestlers, so now we'll be able to do it in like a way where it has more punch. Uh, I know, but that thought just lives right in the frame. I'm just that's true. Hey, it's part of the learning process to learn. It definitely is. We'll learn where to put your. Fingers like when to put your fingers up a man's butt. Yeah, it's important. It's part of the craft. And here's the thing: if it worked for Liger, it fucking works for you. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I don't. I want to hear anybody's shit about Not the Liger thing. Just the fingers in the butt thing. Yeah, the fingers. Yeah, well, it definitely works for Liger. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah, he's Liger. He's Liger. This <laughs> is the thing. Like I don't want to hear about shit. Minoru Suzuki has done the fingers in the butt mm-hmm. thing. If Minoru Suzuki can do it, you can. Are you better than Minoru Suzuki? Hell the fuck. Are you? Nope. There, there you go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but, so yeah, a, a white rabbit car pulls up, and guess what comes out? A white rabbit. No, it's B Rabbit from Eight Mile. He comes out. Yo, rabbit! Rabbity raps, 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 raps. Goku. <laughs> Slow shoes? Tofu. Scooby Doo? Hey, Goku, you got a power pole, but I'm gonna touch your girl, turn it to a carrot. Be rabbit on the mic. <laughs> Yo, feel, Wink did I fuck like my I... girl. I'm still standing here saying fuck the free world. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. We got it. We got it. Uh, fuck, the, fuck the music. I'll go acapella. <laughs> anyway, sorry. That 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 movie is basically just like, hey, it's Rocky, but you know, rapping. Yeah, I think I've I, if I've not said on this podcast, I've said it on like everyone I've ever done. The 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 climax to Eight Mile is one of the greatest climaxes in the history of cinema. <laughs> it's just him 
shitting on himself in a rap. Like, especially, like, to, like, young men. It, like, it's, like, such, like, it's such a beautiful, like, weird, masculine message. Like... <laughs> you, know, you know what's great about that? He just then, at the end of the movie, goes back to his shitty life. Yeah. Yeah, he does. <laughs> it's beautiful. But yeah, his life is still, his life is still trash. He showed them, though. <laughs> yeah, he really did. It's easy to forget that that's a character and just be like, oh, well, he just, like, goes on to become Eminem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> nah, he doesn't. He's B-Rabbit. <laughs> you know, yeah. No, his life still just sucks. He won a rap battle and lived the rest of his life. I think we're supposed to have like, hope that his, his little sister grows up to be something. Yeah. But that's really but, it. Hey, fuck a Papa Doc. Fuck a clock. Fuck a trailer. Fuck y'all if you uh, doubt me. Nick, knack, patty, whack, give a dog a bone. <laughs> anyway, White Rabbit, the uh, big boss rabbit comes out, asks Goku, uh, hey, you the guy to beat up my guys? And Goku's like, yeah. White Rabbit's like, shake my hand. Uh, and Yulong, the smartest thing he's done in episodes, he's like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, don't shake his hand. <laughs> don't, don't trust him. No, shake my hand. Yamcha and Puar are looking on, and they're like, Yamcha's like, wait, I recognize that rabbit. And, like, <laughs> I don't want to shit on Yamcha, but, like, what other fucking five-foot-tall rabbits are you seeing going around? Like, meeting just, you're just meeting fucking rabbits out there? Is this, like, a thing? I mean, to be fair, in the Dragon Ball world, like, they're president of the world as a dog. I That's mm. what I love about Dragon Ball. None of this is explained. Like, is he part of a tribe of humanoid rabbits? Is like, what is he? Yeah, I have no idea. That 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 much I don't know. But yeah. like, I don't. I don't. It's like there's just not that many questions to ask at this point. They're like <laughs> they dinosaurs and like talking anthropomorphic tigers. Yeah. And some of the dinosaurs talk, but some of the other dinosaurs just don't talk for some reason. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a goofy Pluto. Uh, world which of the dinosaurs are okay to eat the ones that can't talk right if they can yeah, talk that's, that's when you're like no i can't do this yeah you can cut off the tail and have tail stakes of one of the dinosaurs if they can't talk if they can talk then it is abuse and you get uh, it's like weird cannibalism almost it's weird cannibalism yeah like the turtle oh. in episode two asked goku to help him and if the turtle didn't talk goku might just eat them yeah <laughs> but because he could talk yeah. Like, it, could it, you imagine it, living in a world where you're just like, oh man, I'm so hungry, I need to hunt to get food, and then you're like, oh, oh no, never mind, you would scream. Yeah. <laughs> you try to eat a chicken, and the chicken's like, hey, buddy, come on, I'm walking uh, come here. Come on. Hey, I'm walking. Hey, I'm trying to get to their side. Hey. And you're like, oh, fuck, you're one of the talking chickens, I can't eat you. Ah, <laughs> uh, see, that, that turkey doesn't talk gonna fucking kill you turkey whoa especially by anime logic it's like now i'm at a talking turkey and now i have like two mouths to feed and because you talk you probably like eat people food uh, yeah it's so expensive living in this dragon ball world dog president <laughs> needs to do something about the economy yeah that's what i'm saying i didn't vote for that dog president <laughs> yeah i do like dog president because he because he, that he does seem Concern about the well-being of his people, which is very unlike real-life presidents. He no, he's a good boy. He genuinely does. <laughs> yeah, genuinely cares for people. I heard Dog President's been reading some uh, Andrew Yang stuff. Like he's trying to do UBI. So, um, <laughs> I wonder what the econ- Yeah, I wonder what the. Uh, I wonder what the economy is under Dog President. <laughs> he's actually trying to do UBC, so everyone has the basic capsules. Um, <laughs> basic capsules. <laughs> Universal basic capsules. Obviously, there shouldn't be homelessness in fucking Dragon Ball World because everyone should be able to get a capsule. I, mean, I don't think there is homelessness. Right. That's fair. I don't. We don't see a homeless person. I don't think. We, but like, uh, yeah. Actually, I mean, generally, the it seems the economy seems to be relatively stable in Dragon Ball World. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you if you're not Unlike- exploded by aliens. Uh, that that is a problem. I think maybe yeah. it's the mortality rate is high, but the uh, yeah, the, if he can survive getting exploded by aliens every few years, 
<laughs> it does okay. happen a lot. The thing is, it happens a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, often that they have to revive the population. It's aliens, you, then it's cyborgs the that call themselves dude, androids, but they're cyborgs. By the second time you get revived, you kind of get sick of this shit. A little bit. Like, cause those, I, I, like people shouldn't be like, because what happens is everyone gets revived and then they just go on with the rest of their lives. Yeah. You think there's like YouTube conspiracy theorists in the Dragon Ball, like that era where they're just like, does anybody else notice that there's gaps of time missing from our memories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because as it, they, the, they say at the end of Z, they literally wipe humanity's memories of shit. So, yeah. Who really like, is Majin Buu? <laughs> Who is Majin Buu? Tonight on Dateline, Dragon Ball. <laughs> Who do you know the websites he was going on? Mr. Hercule says he's his friend, but he might not be what he seems. That's the cadence, by the way. (laughs) If you're trying to get a job as a reporter, that's the cadence. Sorry, go ahead, Benel. Pretty loud. Boma slaps the the boss rabbit's hand away. We learned that the white rabbit has the ability to turn anyone he touches into a carrot. Now... He says it's anyone he touches, which must make it really hard for him to be intimate. Unless he can turn that off, like a light switch. He go, but no, uh, we don't know though. We, we don't know the extent. That's of why powers. he's like this. He's unloved. He is. Yeah, no one can no. He can not. <laughs> he's turned four former lovers into carrots. That's why. And since, yeah. and since he's a it's rabbit, sad. he's eating them all. <laughs> he's them. I mean, that's what's implied by this ability, right? Mm. Like, yeah. he turns people to carrots and then he eats them later. It's a hell of an ability. Seems I didn't... Broken. He didn't touch anybody that was on his team, right? No. Well, not in the episode. He was tied to them and nobody turned to carrots. I don't know if that counts. Oh, true. So, can he touch Sorry, people I know that's, like, later. I know I might have, like, spoiled it for people who haven't watched Dragon Ball. No, but you're right, though. So, maybe he can turn it off. Like it's a, he, is he actively has to turn you? But it's yeah, not maybe it's like might. specifically his palms. But no, because yeah. well, it could be specifically his palms. But then later, Goku acts like it could be any part of him. That's why he attacks him with the pole. Oh uh, yeah, uh, yeah, no, that's later, true. So we'll we'll see later. But Puar goes after him. He acts like he like. It, it seems like he even the boss rabbit is weary of Puar touching him with his like. Fingers. Yeah. So. Yeah, true. No. Uh, so Bulma's a carrot now. And yeah, and White Rabbit and the uh, rabbit holds Bulma carrot hostage as Goku goes to attack. Uh, powerless to stop the rabbit, Goku asks Ulan for help, and then Ulan's like, peace, nigga. I'm out. <laughs> he just drives away in one of the funniest scenes of the episode. <laughs> Ulan only said the N-word in the, in the uh, sub. Yeah, he only says the N word in the sub. In, in the English sub, he calls him a chink. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Sorry, I just, I just had to, I just had to go with what I could. Lost say. Lost, yeah, that's lost what I just, uh, it would make, I know they, I know they got <laughs> <yeah>. um, <laughs> mad at Oolong for like leaving, but it was also just like he did kind of like do all you could in that situation. He just like don't touch him, and then he drove away. Well, the thing is. But Poir proves later is that not really, because the rabbit guy is kind of stupid, and Ulong yeah. is a shapeshifter, so he theoretically could have did what Poir did, but he wasn't smart enough. <laughs> I don't think Ulong has the same precision that uh, Poir does. He also doesn't. That's true. He's not good at shapeshifting because he he dropped out of school. We learned. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he dropped yeah, out of shapeshifting I think school. It's weird that they travel with Puar. It was like kidnapping little girls. Oolong, mm. yeah. Well, they, they stopped him from doing that. And so now, it's like part of his penance is his journey. Because it's kind of like Journey to the West, sort of. But yeah, yeah Goku cool. whacks him with the... or like, He goes to whack him with the power pole, but then yeah, the rabbit's like, ah, if you hit me, I'll eat her, I guess? Yeah, you're like, you won't want anything to happen to your friend, implying that it- He'll eat her if he, Goku attacks him, and then uh, said he sends his thugs to beat up Goku, which is 
I thought it was pretty funny. It was such a such cowardly horseshit that I did love. This is these yeah. two grown men like really getting to the joy out of beating up this young child <laughs> who can't fight back. It's a good heat. It was. Yeah, it's good heat. Good heat, uh, brother. Yamcha can't get let Goku get killed because otherwise he won't get those Dragon Balls. And he instructs Puar to turn into a bird and steal all those carrots. And Puar does. And Yamcha is the hero of this episode. He comes in, uh, does a V-trigger on one guy, hits the other guy, and uh, Puar gets the carrot, flies off. And Goku's like, oh, you are a nice guy, you're helping us. And Yamcha's like, yeah, 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 just go and hit him with the pole already. <laughs> yeah, but White Rabbit is all chasing Puar, uh, using his big bounce to get to the top of the mushroom trees, and then try to bounce... On Puar's uh, little bird head. It's a rabbit chasing a bird. He's hoppity, 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 hop, trying to get the carrot back. Puar doesn't look where he's going and runs into a mushroom tree, dropping the carrot. Yamcha, Goku, and the rabbit all reach for the carrot, with Goku using his power pole to knock the carrot out of the rabbit's hands. Rabbit lands near Puar and is about to turn him into a carrot, but Puar transforms into a white rabbit and threatens to touch the rabbit himself. Tightening him into a carrot, which creates an opening for Goku. Yeah, the boss right up is a dumbass. Like, Poor turns into a, a mirrored version of him, and he's like, oh no, I don't want to be a carrot, and then he gets power pulled in the fucking head. And he deserved it. He does deserve it. <laughs> he deserve it. He's being a butthole. Yeah. Uh, Goku hits the rabbit with his pole, and he, asks, and he makes him turn Boma back into a person, which... Uh, rabbit does by doing a little dance, which I enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. He did have to do a little dance. Uh, Bulma's back. Yay. We were so worried. Um, Goku saves the day once again uh, by threatening to hit the man with the pole. Remember, kids, sometimes violence is the answer. Um, and then he ties them all up. And then what happens, Pinel? The town is saved oh, from the rabbit gang, and and yeah. Goku needs to do something with these with the rabbit gang. So he calls Extend to his pole and dumps them on the moon, forcing the rabbit gang to make rabbit candies forever. So die. yeah, I didn't know that that was candy, and like I was wondering what that was, and I I know it definitely wasn't this, but like they were hitting it, and it was just like white and splashy, and I'm just like, <laughs> the episode ends with them like hitting a bowl of cum with hammers. I'm not sure I get it, so I'm glad that you elaborated. <laughs> yeah, listeners, if you uh, you know, subscribe on the Patreon, you get a uh, a bag of the rabbit's cum, uh, <laughs> mail delivered to your doorstep. <laughs> White rabbit. <laughs> if you okay, see it's that that is a update to a bag of my cum. So if you receive the bag of my cum, you now yeah, have to use like you now have to use the bag of rabbits cum. Uh, uh, if you want, now if you want, how do I know that you're not just gonna send me rabbits cum and say it's your cum? See, here's the thing: if oh. you want to be if you want to be up to date in the meta, uh, you have to have <laughs> rabbits come and slip in cum. That is the new meta. I'm single. I don't have <laughs> enough rabbits come to like attract anybody. Yeah, yeah. My mom said the same yeah. thing to me like three days yeah. ago. Nobody likes me because I I just don't have a large enough uh, collection of rabbit come in my jar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. I I have that on my OK Cupid profile. Uh, even the picture of me holding up the jar, but uh, any luck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was great. Um, oh my god, that, that was high quality work. That was high quality work, bro. I don't know if you folks. I don't know if you were here for that, but uh, just goes to show you, man. Let me. Let me tell you, the artistry of that bit was fucking <laughs> legitimately amazing. You guys should uh, really. I just want to welcome back Lawson to stand up because really, the, the game—he's what the game needed. Uh, maybe I'll, I'll do another set in July. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll tell people if they're in the New York area they want to come through. That's why they—that's why they call him instead of Moth Lawson. <laughs> yeah, start calling me that now. <laughs> um, fucking hell. Anyway, uh. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, they tell they tell girls you gotta kiss a few frogs. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna tell my my sons gotta jerk off a few rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find the right woman, you gotta jerk off a couple rabbits. And they're gonna be like, as a metaphor, Dad. I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyway, no, the metaphor is fucking like rabbits. That's the metaphor, yeah. Which is why you're jerking them off. <laughs> you want to get those rabbits primed and ready. It's my lucky rabbits come. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> it's my lucky rabbits come. You mean foot? What? Oh, around <laughs> <laughs> his neck. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! I, I. I totally misheard. It's, you know, it was really a game of telephone. <laughs> if you really want your day to go well, what you do is you take the cap off the bottle and you drink it. <laughs> and it's like Popeye spinach. <laughs> You're like, oh god! But only one arm gets really big. Yeah. Your eyesight becomes twenty ten. Um, and you get, and you, and you get, you're immediately aware of all the owls and <laughs> around you. <laughs> oh, fuck! Oh god, there's so many of them. Fuck! And they don't make their wings don't make sound in flight. They're monsters. Owls, <laughs> owls, fly silently. By the way, that's fucking, that's terrifying. If you knew that as a rabbit, how fucking scared would you be to be alive? Well, I know that as a person, and that, that's still terrifying. <laughs> yeah, but we Wait, have the owl upper. Do what? Owls, uh, their wings are silent. They don't make any noise there in flight. That's that's really cool. It's insane, yeah. It makes them like great predators. That's why they can catch field mice like it's nobody's business. <laughs> they can't, literally can't be heard coming. <clears throat> or arriving. Uh, just, uh, like rabbits, just like rabbits. <laughs> just, just, like, <laughs> just like rabbits. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, Tearzoo's got a great YouTube channel. Uh, so... <laughs> that's the end of the episode right Benny G <laughs> so that is the end of the episode okay when we had Mike Fallick on he talked about power scale in early Dragon Ball which is kind of silly because it's still very gaggy gag heavy but like power scalers you know I, I, I see you you're valid um, how do we scale episode 9 Goku to sending <laughs> these guys to the moon <laughs> how do we scale that I don't think it can be. I mean, also, are they still it's like up a, there? A human? Are they still up there when Roshi and then later Piccolo blow that shit up? <laughs> no one ever thought about uh, that. Because they, they no, I thought about in... that the entire episode. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't remember they got sent to the moon at all. Inadvertently, inadvertently sentenced to their death. <laughs> yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, they're bad guys, but this sentence is pretty harsh. They're stuck on the moon for, like, fucking ever. How do they breathe? How are they breathing on the moon? I don't know. It must... I don't know. The, the Dragon Ball moon has atmosphere, I think. Yeah, it must. Okay. Because they're not, like, superhuman. Well, even superhumans can't breathe, like, without atmosphere. Even Goku needs to have, like, a suit on, right, in the Namek Saga? More importantly, when did he, where did he get that the white candy paste to make that all that candy? Yeah, how did so Goku supply that? The government has a secret um, rabbit cum facility on the moon. That's why it's hollow. <laughs> oh, see, that's There's why the factory that, in there. Is this dog president again? Yeah. Oh, man. The dog president is using the moon to manufacture rabbit cum. Mm. Or, like, to, like, hyper-produce it. Yeah. It, you know why? To compete with China. That's why. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Also, to compete with China. China's ahead of the game on the on the rabbit cum market. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you have that many people that can jerk off rabbits, you know, they got they have a you know two billion hands. <laughs> hey, if you jerk off rabbits, it really does wonder for your social credit score. Like it really yeah. does. <laughs> Wait, so, okay, so but no, but not, but 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 for real though. So they're supposed to make candy forever? They're supposed to make candy forever. for every earthling is what it said in the English. Yeah. But in the English he goes, you have to make a you have to make a uh, rabbit candy for everyone on earth. That's a long time. It's going to take a long time. There's no way they're done People... by the time Roshi blows up the fucking moon. <laughs> right? Yeah, 
No, yeah, they died. <laughs> I think I missed that line when I was watching it somehow because I like I legitimately well, didn't know. They don't, that was they, they, don't, they don't say that. They don't say that in the in the uh, dub version. I watched it subbed. Uh, uh, they don't say in the sub version is what I meant. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. they don't say sub. So what is it like actually then? Uh, I think the implications they're supposed to make candy for uh, um, for a period of time. I think they're supposed to do it for the entire time. I mean, I can look it up since we're here. <laughs> Dragon Ball Boss Rabbit. Monster Carrot is his name. What a horrifying way to end. Yeah, like I was going to say, I feel like this sentence is a little... I mean, they're definitely bad guys, but this is an incredibly harsh sentence. Um, well, it's not even like just the like making candy forever, because it's like you could argue that it's like they know that that's going to take them forever, and they're just putting them up there with a task to do so that they don't come back. But then it's just like, imagine you're doing that for eternity, and then all of a sudden there's this big beam of light coming for you. Yeah. No, absolutely. Oh, he says, okay, so according to the wikia, if the gang makes treats for all the children of the world for a whole year, he'll come up and bring them down. Uh, okay. Unfortunately for Monster Carrot and his two followers, the moon goes on to be destroyed by Master Roshi. Spoilers. Um, in an interview, Toriyama states that Monster Carrot and his henchmen were drifting through space after the moon was destroyed. Okay. That's even so they worse. Might come back like, they might come back like Broly. Uh, what did they do? What if they like the ultimate challenge for Goku and they all got like super jacked and nobody remembers? Like that would be fucking dope. That's the next movie. <laughs> I guess he shows up later. He, he somehow survived or whatever. Okay. He it says he made a ship. I don't know how, but whatever. He made carrots for seven months. So whatever. Um. <laughs> Yeah, regardless, uh, that's the last of their relevance. And uh, that was a fun episode of Dragon Ball. Good stuff. Uh, out of the seven Dragon Balls, uh, Max Princess, what would you give this episode? I'm going to go with six, just because, like, I'd say it's near perfect. Like, I really like this episode. There's a lot I like. There's fun action and, like, funny jokes and stuff like that. Like, it's all the stuff that I like about Dragon Ball. We haven't really reached the part of Dragon Ball that I really like, which is, like, the real, like, martial arts tournament stuff. But, yeah, like... that's the peak stuff, yeah. Yeah, but, like, I'd say of, like, of the stuff that happens before we reach that kind of arc, this is probably my favorite episode or, like, my favorite chapter of the manga. Word. High praise. A Benny G... Yeah, this is kind of a this is a three star for me. Uh, oh, it's just because like I've seen this. This is a becoming. I know the series is still young, but we've gone through like four of these episodes. That is basically Goku, Boma, and Olong arrive in the town and beat up a gang, and beat up troublemakers. Yeah, it's uh, kind of so, dragon. I guess it's like in a like it does have the law of diminishing returns. Yeah, where it's like, we've watching seen it, it individually today, I'm just like, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And like, remembering it, I'm like, of that, of all of the town beatings, like, that probably one is, that one is definitely my favorite. Mm. Mm, yeah, because we had the Oolong one, and, uh, is, it, is this only the second Oolong. one so far? No, there's another one. Well, it's kind of like, well, what's the other? Because the, we did, Oolong so we did the Ox King, and that was kind of different, though. Yeah, it's kind of different. I mean, there's more. There's more like these later, I think. But yeah, there might be more. Yeah, I, I guess is what I'm saying is I'm already tired. Okay. Yeah, I mean, also the difference. I'm gonna go five. I I like this. I thought it was fun. It was an easy watch. The thing about the episode is that like kind of nothing happens. I guess so. I'll detract points from that for that. Like, but that's kind of what like dra that's not really Dragon Ball is not always about like progressing the plot. <laughs> like sometimes it's just about doing dumb fun shit like this. So it's my favorite standalone story in Dragon Ball. Like it can, it's something you can show somebody who hasn't really watched it. Yeah, it's really simple. It's cartoonish. It's like a fantasy little fairy yeah. tale. It's like a little fairy tale. I I, I quite enjoyed it. So uh, yeah, we'll see uh, as our heroes continue on questing. 
They they already have six Dragon Balls. They just need to get to Pilafs. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, in the meantime, do you hear that train? You hear that train coming? It's the plug train. Plug. Max, what uh, what would you like to plug? If you have any plugs for the listener, you guys can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Dro Doobie. I think that's my only plug. Uh, I have a link tree or whatever on those also, things if you wanted to like uh, look at merch and stuff. Uh, brother, you own a business. Oh yeah, I'm a dog trainer. <laughs> I could like I, I I completely forgot that that's something that I can plug. Yeah, I uh, I have two ex- years experience as an AKC certified uh, dog trainer for an undisclosed pet store. Uh, I was their second highest selling uh, in the district. I had really good reviews uh, for two years straight. Yeah, I just like working with puppies. I don't do behavioral work, but I basically just do basic obedience stuff. Nice. Cool. And uh, also, Joe Drew, Drew Doobie uh, at your local indie scene. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Benny G, tell the people what's up. Uh, you can find me at H A M underscore wrestling on Instagram for all your fine Lucha Pig mm-hmm. needs. Uh, I'll be posting up all the shows that I am part of. The more recent show I am going to be a part of is a secret show on July 22nd in Brooklyn, New York. In ne- in August, I am uh, in Coliseum Pro Wrestling on August 4th on Friday. That's in Connecticut. And once again, I am on uh, Primo's Pro Wrestling on the 19th uh, in Denver, Colorado, and STF Wrestling in Salt Lake City, Utah on the 27th. All that information can be found on uh, H-A-M underscore wrestler on Instagram. My store, flyingluchapig.com. I have shirts, stickers, keychains available for sale. And as always, you can support the show at patreon.com slash pod. Um, $5 gives you the entire backlog of Ball Down Super. And also, you get to listen to the Patreon episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! that me and Benel do with Hannah Harkness. And on the last episode, we had Katie Rose Leon come back to talk about the the, the, the dancing episode. Uh, but there's also Gundam back there and... Uma Mursume Pretty Derby, my personal favorite show. Uh, and uh, also Dragon Ball GT, all of it. All of it. And also listen to the Professional Wrestling Podcast with me and Katie Rosleon. And uh, also Talking Naruto. And with me and Benel. And that's it. We'll see you next time. Balling out. Super. Super. Checkerboard is black and white. It tells you how to plan the fight. You won't know when to make you move. You have to wait and see the proof. And you gotta take it when you're ready.
To me.